When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. What is going on, Black and White Sports fans? I know it must be a Christmas miracle, but we're live. Yes! We're live. <laughs> I, don't even know yeah. if a, I don't even know if a uh, notification went out. Back the together again? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's too early. No, no, him. just just got one. Did Thirty it, seconds did ago. Yep, yeah. yep. It went out. It I got one out. too. Yeah, sweet. All okay, right. good. Because I didn't check the time and see when we had another notification going out. But we're getting people that are coming in right now, and the super chats are coming in. Zen master me, ninety nine uh, cent super sticker with the sunglasses. Do appreciate the support. Old school. He's been around forever. Yes. Forever. Has definitely been around forever. And and Rhodes is gonna gonna pop a smoke. Just like that. Uh, celebratory smoke right here, folks. Back. We're back. Rhodes is smoking on a live stream. Everything. Everything is back to the way it should be. It's Christmas time, yeah. And we're, we don't say we don't say Happy Holidays on this channel. We say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas on this channel. Happy New Year. I've been telling Rhodes that he, I've really been hammering him on stopping to stop smoking ever since he came down with the Wuhan virus. Hand stop. Hand stop. I'm trying to kill it off. I'm trying you to know, kill kill off all the sickness by by. Uh, smoking it out with the menthols. I, you know what? You know what? We're talking about quitting. We are talking about quitting right now because, um, man, after I got the Wuhan virus, people don't know this. I actually got sick two more times after that. Not with all the Wuhan all in the lungs. All lungs, though, right? No, I mean, it was the whole I got a sinus infection, which turned into bronchitis, which then the last time turned into pneumonia. Oh, okay. Um, That's what you had. I had pneumonia. Yeah. When I went back to the doctor two weeks ago, they had given me a round of antibiotics. Did not work. I was like, okay, shit. It just laughed at a Z-Pack. So I went back. I got a different doctor and she said, let's try this. And sure enough, she gave me a longer one and it knocked it out. So I'm I'm good. I I feel good for the first time since. Uh, let's see. I tested positive for the Wuhan virus on September 3rd. I feel good for the first time since about August 20th. Okay. That's how long I have basically been sick in one way or another. Yeah. Because we were actually going to go live a couple of weeks ago and there was no way in the world you were going to make it. Oh man. Rose is making (laughs) videos and coughing like 10 times. And you know what's And he was still missing the cuts. (laughs) There was one, and I had done, I had cut 
four different coughing fits out of the video. You sent me a message and said you missed one. I was like, man. Actually missed two because you did it on another video too. I was like, I didn't even feel like making the video, man. <laughs> I wanted to be in bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the message is got in the chat. Speaking of, let's see who's in the chat. Joe Barb Tarheel is here. Is his name master me? He sent a super sticker. Uh, Team Turner, Mr. Kojak, Balfour, The Hobbit, uh, Brian French, uh, Jared Miser, uh, John Williams, probably not the composer. I was just about to say, do we have the great John Williams? I know, man. I know. Uh, Team Turner, Nat Gonzalez, uh, Rob Cloyd, James T. John Williams, again, we appreciate everybody coming through. And we got another super chat just come in. $5 from Giants Nation. What's up, uh, guys? Huge fans. I need to get out of the People's Republic of New York. They put the mass mandate even when you're vats. Keep it up, guys. Yep. Yeah. That, get out of there not, as quickly that's not, as possible. That's not a surprise, man. Get out of there. Get out of there. Texas is free. Believe your politics over there. <laughs> if you know what I mean. If you got the wrong right. kind of politics, uh, stay over there. <laughs> stay over there. And, you know, we uh, talked we talked about that too because you know there's an exodus out of California at record speed right now, and right. I'm like, I'm even in my video the other day on the network, I said, "Look, don't move to Texas because you don't like one thing going on in your state." And decide to bring the rest of your bullshit politics to our state, okay? Yeah, don't, don't make that move. Yeah, don't you're not don't welcome. come over here and start voting for uh, Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke. He he doesn't he does he is he does not represent Texans, even though he's running for a governor next year. Don't come over here and vote for somebody like that. No chance. It'll Hashtag be no chance. It'll be nothing more than California East if he's in charge. Got no so, chance. No chance. No. <laughs> he's not he's not making a dent. No. Oh, uh, yeah. So he's not he's not making a dent. Uh you know, Alan West is going to run against uh Greg Abbott. Yeah, I know. Uh, that. I I like Alan, but me too. Uh, I like him too. He's gotten I don't think he has much of a chance because Trump endorsed Greg Abbott already. Yeah, now, but he he also endorsed him before he announced he was running to. I was going to say, do you think Trump would have considered endorsing Alan West if if he'd have known Alan was going to run? I don't know. I really don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I, I personally, I think Alan West is more conservative than Greg Abbott. I don't think he would have locked down his state. Dude, Greg Abbott's not he's he's too um and, and look, I like Greg Abbott. I'm not trying to come down on him, but we've had this discussion before. Number one, he does a little bit too much DeSantis coattail riding. Anytime DeSantis makes a change, 
that's when he gets around to making the same change in Texas. Hey, you know what I, gotta, I mean? You can't really blame him. No. <laughs> well, no, look, I need you to make some step out there and, and make some changes yourself without having to wait for the governor of Florida to do it first. The other thing is the moment you knew Joe Biden was going in the office, what took you so long to get down to the border and start doing stuff? Just saying, I'm just yeah. saying, you knew he was coming in for a long time. Now, they have started building the border wall, finally. He was three Down months there. behind. Yeah. No thanks to Mr. Biden. Uh, John's Nation, again, $5. No, I'm a 21-year-old Republican. I'm also black, so I Good. get called every name in the book. Here, I can't <laughs> even wear my, my Let's Go Brandon shirt here. I should have worn that on, the, on my video. Cause I got to hang it up in my closet. We do have our Santa let's go Brandon shirt and the discount code is, is still USA first 25% off. Thank you for that. Uh, super chat, uh, giants nation really do. I appreciate that. I got a new, let's go Brandon shirt coming. You do. I'm designing it right now. Yeah. Is yeah. let's go Brandon going to stick out a little more? Oh, oh yeah. And, and, and it's, I've got something a little extra on it. I, let me see if I can actually get to the, um, I might be able to get to the preview of the, the symbol that's going to be on there. Okay. Uh, and by the way, guys, I, if uh, I can find it, by the way, guys, smash the thumbs up button. If you do not mind, we got 90 thumbs up, no thumbs down. I got the, uh, the extension where I can actually see the thumbs down. Uh, shared the live stream. If you do not mind, we need more people in here. Uh, this is going to be the first of many live streams uh, coming out uh, because this is what we do. We may, we kind of talked about it behind the scenes, what, we, what we're going to be doing. We may end up doing, what do we say? Three days a week here. Because we got three channels right now. It, Black at least, Network. at least. Yeah. Yeah, talking about three days a week just on this channel. Um, Black and White Network, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to live streaming over there. And I do believe that the Matrix and Road Show will be monetized again. Crossing our fingers there. Because that way we can talk about, uh, we, we can do watch parties over there. We're probably going to talk about what um, Book of Boba Fett over there, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, let me see. Can I share this? Yep. Yeah, that's going to be the design. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's going to be the design that's on there, and then somewhere it'll say "Let's go, Brandon." Pretty, pretty large let letters on that one. So okay. that's just a preview. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, um, three channels. Well, the live channel, we won't be live streaming over there. That's a that's a different kind of channel right there. Different kind of channel. I still think we ought to, and maybe we ought to put it to a vote, but I still think we ought to have, that channel ought to have its own intro, its own, I mean, we can call it, you know, it can still be black and white something, you know, but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, Plus, if YouTube ever decides to pull any crap on us, um, that channel will look a little more separate than, you know. Right. 
this one. And one one other thing before, um, and I see the Brandon Brown question. We're going to be talking about him since we had already got into the let's go Brandon thing. Um, one more uh, thing also here. We do have the website. Forums are available and check this out. We have free membership levels free. So that free plan is going to allow you to get into the forums on the website because the forums are available. Just sign up free membership. If you want to join the other tiers, feel free. But um, to engage in the forums, you're going to need a free membership and you can go in there and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, probably be topics, you know, that aren't YouTube friendly. You know, another reason why we got the website, but we do have that available. So make sure you guys go over and sign up and get a free membership. Okay. Uh, somebody asked, uh, do the network, uh, live chat straight Politica. Do, do one on the network channel is what he's saying. Oh, live stream. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do that. Yeah. Yeah, that was already uh, um, in the works to do that. We we had a question up here somewhere about Chris Stockton. Um, would you guys consider the sponsorship of Brandon Brown since he is having issues finding sponsors? I would certainly consider that eventually. Eventually, yeah, it would have to be. We don't have. We'd have that to be a lot of, bigger. We have to be a lot bigger. bigger. I mean. Yeah. These 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 uh, NASCAR drivers and things they need they get big corporations. We don't have nearly yeah. that amount of capital. I mean, we if we were like big, like, yeah. The only uh, was, the only reason you're well, Barstool could probably um, Outkick could do it now that Fox News is backing them. Yeah. But uh, somebody, could, I don't know who else could pull that yeah, off independently. We anyway. we couldn't do it as much as I probably just barstool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, guys, we we get we get pretty much enough revenue for us to uh, make it by. We're still growing over here. We're still growing over here. We're not rich. We don't have big company. <laughs> Actually, we probably put more money into the company than than anything. <laughs> Tell you the truth. But but to answer the question, yeah, if we if we did well enough, we would certainly start looking into things like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 But right now we're trying to grow the website, trying to grow the other channels too. So that's the primary focus um right now. And we do we do have people writing articles for the website now too. Yeah, so. we have vol- volunteers. We are looking for uh, more volunteers. I would like to have you no know, articles going up. I don't know what four or five a day. That'd be nice, but uh, yeah, um, kind of hard to do that right now. But if anybody wants to volunteer, um, just email us for for two reasons. Number one, if you're if you want to write, it will get your name out there. Like if that's a goal of yours, uh, because that website does get a lot of it. It gets a lot of views, even even being new. Your name would definitely get out there. And number two, mm-hmm. if you're a content creator. YouTuber, you know, shoot us something and and let us check you out and see what you got going on. 
Yeah, you because know? even in the articles, you know, I embed vi videos into it. Like I wrote about the Matrix Resurrections, but I also embedded my YouTube video I put up on there. So we can we can do that too. I did make it through the first ten minutes of it. Did you? Did you? Uh, did you? You only saw ten minutes. Yeah, but in fairness, that was just because I turned it on. It was close to the time for me to go to sleep, and I was like, oh, crap, I'm about to go to sleep, so I turned it off. I haven't gotten back around to it, and to tell you anything, that was like the day after it came out, so I haven't gotten back around to it. <laughs> We've been that busy, you know? You're not missing anything. Yeah, now, that's kind of what I, I will. I will say this. Last Jedi's worse. At least they didn't make Neo a quitter. Yeah. Okay. He didn't go out I, and die and disappear at the end. <laughs> I heard a couple of people say that, you know, no, it wasn't the last Jedi. And it no. wasn't it wasn't and, the the last Jedi of Matrix movies and that no, kind of thing. It, it it wasn't really woke. It was just bad. Like the Je last Jedi was woke i mean you it, it was pretty bad with the wokeness this one i would say it had subtleties of wokeness but that wasn't the reason why it was bad so when we say just bad it was bad as in the original justice league bad you know how the original justice league Ooh. was a bad movie yeah oh which is worse the original I, that, justice that's league what, that's or? what i'm trying to think of man this movie's pretty Ooh. bad. You've actually got to think about it. So it's bad. It's I mean, bad. it's that bad, man. It is really Ooh. that bad. Uh, when I was on Sports Wars yesterday, me and Jeremy were talking about it for a few minutes. And I was like, man, I was telling everybody, socially distance from The Matrix Resurrections. Do not go to the movie theater. Check it out on HBO Max. And I get HBO Max for free. So my wife didn't like it either. We were sitting down on... um. When did it come out? Christmas Eve? I think it was Christmas Eve, a, day, a couple of days before Christmas. I was like, and I told everybody, you got to watch that movie two times to really get it. I can't even drive myself to watch it a second time. When I know that I really should. Hey, uh, Joe Bob did bring something up. I did. I saw the headline of, but I didn't read the article. Oh, by the Wokebusters? Woke Busters is not going to be part of the box set or whatever. In the yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's not. It's not. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's. Not. I still have not seen that. By the way, I still me have neither. not seen. Woke me I haven't yet. seen Afterlife. After Afterlife either yet. You guys I, are yeah, really I, interested into the the uh, movie stuff too. Uh, oh, so. Somebody asked me about sports wars. Guys, I'm I'm always welcome on sports wars. Sundays is a massive busy day for me. Like yeah. I I mean, I've got like a, a crap ton. The wife's actually home. She works 10 hours a day and um during the week, sometimes on Saturday. So, yeah, that's why those those videos in the morning are usually shot early, early in the morning. And then there's like a gap between like, I would say what, eight and probably one. <laughs> at least. At least. Right yeah. Yeah. And, and now Sports I've Wars got stream starts 30 minutes early now. Yeah. And now I've got a cabin. I got to finish. 
So yeah, he's still he's still building his cabin, and I'm I was actually renovating my um, master uh, bathroom for like three weeks, and that was a lot of money, and that was a lot of work. <laughs> and I'm doing this room right here. That's a mural in the back, actually. And um, I have lights put in here now, so it looks good. But um, the guy has to come tomorrow, come tomorrow and uh, fix uh, something on the fan, and I, and I need to paint the other walls. Uh, John Station for 499 Roads. What made you a Charles Barkley fan back in the day? Me being someone who likes him, who didn't watch him, I think he was an amazing player. He was great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number one, I like the fact that he was really and truly – Really and truly, he's only about six four and a half. A lot of people don't know that. Barely they listed six, him. They, they listed him. They listed him six, at five. six six. They had him at six six. six. Okay. Yeah, but he was about six four and a half. And I always had respect for somebody that was that short that could play that physical and grab twenty rebounds in a game out of nowhere. And he's got look. I got an appreciation for the fact that he's got my kind of mouth on him. Uh, and he wasn't afraid to stand up to bigger guys. He would get mm -hmm. in Bill Lambert's face in a minute. He just didn't care. Did um, you see him on the Pat McAfee show what, about a week ago? I, I knew he was on there. I saw it come across my feed, but I haven't watched it yet. I, <laughs> a lot, a lot of times I have to try to catch Pat actually on his podcast instead of the, uh, you know, the other thing, but um, yeah, I loved Barkley. I did. I got to meet Barkley back in the day. I've told this story in 93. He was in San Antonio for, um, the Western conference finals back then. And it was on my senior trip in high school. He was down there in Hooters. He was in Hooters with Thunder Dan Marley. That was really cool. <laughs> Didn't you say you tried to buy you a drink or something? Yeah, he was. Oh yeah. Charles was really cool. He was really cool. And I was like, dude, I'm high school. He was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, he was like, but he was, you know, he's real cool. He, he sat there and talked to all of us kids. It was cool. You know, just did carried on conversation. Did you have a beard or something when you were in high school? Me? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. No. No, man. I, I, I wasn't able to really get on the facial hair real good until I was probably like 25, maybe. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know? I, I I struggled for years growing a mustache. I was like, I mean, the I, goatee, I, no I problem. Still really mustache, can't grow one. It was like, the hell? I can't really grow a mustache. I can grow a goatee. Actually, before I went to the Navy, my goatee was like down to here. Uh, facial hair on the side is kind of tough for me. So that's why I don't, that's why I just normally wear a goatee. Yeah. Yeah, we got hey, we got David Kennedy running his mouth down in the the chat there. Yeah, he's oh, always he, he's, he's oh yeah he he's always coming on our Facebook and shit. Yeah, he's talking shit right in front of my family and everything. Yeah, real hell of a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a I'm piece not on, of shit. I'm not on fake. <laughs> I'm not on fake book. So yeah, I forgot we had a Facebook page because I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, he really thinks I care. Yeah. Hey, Rocks. what is your opinion on Brandon Brown not being able to get sponsors? It doesn't surprise because me a bit, though. It doesn't. He he's dealing with he's dealing with woke corporate interest. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I and, and I, you know, look. 
do I have sympathy uh, for his issue? Yeah. I mean, it's not on him that that was sort of latched onto and run with, you know. But, I mean, at some point, look, at some point, some corp- some conservative businesses need to step up to the mic. Okay? I mean, I feel like even conservative businesses are afraid to step out there. And actually, where are they at? Why are they not sponsoring this guy? You know? I, I mean... There are businesses that lean the direction we do that are large enough to sponsor him. You know, we, we aren't big enough, but yeah. You are, know. They, are they afraid of getting canceled themselves? Now, keep in mind, everybody, Brandon Brown didn't do anything wrong. Nothing. He, he, he didn't come up and say, say, let's go, Brandon. He didn't do that. That was the NBC reporter that said that because she didn't want to tell the truth. That those people were saying F Joe Biden. Well, and if you're watching watching a race, how in the world, if somebody doesn't bring that up while while you're watching the race from the comment commentators, are a lot of people even going to put that connection together? You know, oh, this mm-hmm. is the brand. This is the Let's Go Brandon guy. Blah blah blah. You know, I just uh, I. But yeah, as long as it's uh, somebody that's coming out that is associated with something that is against a leftist, Joe Biden, then he's he's in some trouble as a racer. Uh, that's going to be tough for him. And uh, so do I feel bad for him? Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. It's not his fault. You know, um He's going to, he may have a tough run of it. I don't know how that's going to work. But I did say this in my video. He also came out and said he's a Republican. Now, if he came out and said, hey, I'm not political, but um, I'm a Democrat and I voted for Biden, I'll leave it at that. They'd be knocking down his door. I, I, I believe they would be knocking down his door. Coca Cola, all these other companies. Oh, they they'd be knocking would. down his door. Well, they knocked down Colin Kaepernick's door. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah he, absolutely. He pretty much would. came out and said he hated the country. He Dude, was we praising can't... Fidel Castro, and he, he got all of this money from Nike, Netflix, all of these people, these companies. Well, just, just look at your Amazon. Look at your Netflix. You know, after George Floyd, what happened? Boom. All of a sudden... They forgot that there were a lot of uh, content makers that aren't black. <laughs> just to be honest, yeah. Just to be real, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's some really talented Latino uh, filmmakers out there, and Asian filmmakers, and white filmmakers, but Netflix and Amazon don't exactly know they exist anymore. <laughs> when you pull up their app, it's like celebrating black directors, and I'm like. <laughs> What but but, but you know, it's, it's very, very interesting, though, because you, you bring it up about Netflix. But they also have Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai got- makes fun of the wokeness yeah. in the show because Cobra Kai is not woke. And they take shots at all of that stuff, all the crazy stuff. And it's on Netflix. 
I, I still can't get over that we do anything of priority based on race. That's that's I, I know. It's the antithesis of racism. I mean, man, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. It's showing racism is about superiority based on skin color. <laughs> yeah. Because check this out, man. Air July, love his channel, man. He he has been saying that um, all these corporations they have these directors of equity. He said, <laughs> he said it's a fake job. It's not even real. And you know what I saw the other day? Some, um, actually, I'm going I'm to see if I can pull it up real quick. It is, uh, what is it, California Director of Equity or something like that? Um, let me find it real quick. Because I don't know, Ooh. remember the exact word. Oh, I guess we probably get hit with a. We'd get hit with a copyright strike if we do a live reaction to that new Batman trailer. <laughs> I, I, I haven't good, watched though. it yet. <laughs> I saw it. I meant to text you about it. Oh, here it is. This is pretty much what Eric July said, man. I'm going to share my screen. Is he, he, he called him and he said, these, these are fake jobs. California education official resigns after working from Texas. What? A second high-ranking California Department of Education official um, has resigned because she lives out of state. Pamela Katakia served as a CDE, which is something to do with, oh, equity project manager, but resides in Texas. Think about that. It's a fake job. It's a virtue signal. And what, are, what do they mean by um, director of equity? What do you think they mean? It's all <laughs> going to be racially based. It ain't like yeah. you're buying a house, you're getting equity in your home. Right. <laughs> think about it. Wow. And he, he called this stuff out weeks ago. And this person gets fired. What resigns, right. I should say. Because it's not a real job. I mean, how in the world can you be a part of a school system and you don't even live in the state? How can that's somebody a, explain that a, to me? That sounds a lot like the um, fake Ohio high school they had going on that duped B- Bishop ESPN. Sycamore. Yeah, Bishop, <laughs> yeah. Bishop Sycamore, man. Bishop Sycamore. But I, I, I had to show that, man, because I found that to be wildly hilarious. Uh, yeah. Giants Nation again, $10. As someone who's younger than you guys, what happened to sports? Growing up and watching sports in the 2010s, I never noticed the woke BS. Can you guys explain what happened to me who doesn't um, uh, get what happened? Now, I don't know exactly how old you are, but. It's 21. You probably should have saw sports in hollywood for one thing they've been getting in bed with china for the longest time and uh thank you uh benjamin uh uh feed Mikey. for seven dollars this all, all of the real wellness in sports happened pretty much in 2020 for the for the most part when bubba wallace came up with his uh fake uh hate crime with the whole news thing that's what blew up this channel that was the first thing 
really that um kind of got out there. And then all these sports leagues started uh kneeling for the national anthem, Black Lives Matter. We did a video on um this Giants player that refused to stand I mean, well, refused to kneel for the national anthem that blew up. And then the NBA bubble took everything to another level of craziness. Wearing Black Lives Matter shirts, kneeling for the anthem in the bubble every single game. Then the NFL put the names of criminals on the back of their helmets. And well, it's gotten out of hand. There's anytime you're dealing with a corporate interest now, there's going to be wokeness involved. And right. sports is corporate entity basically now. So they're all going woke or they went woke. And you remember we did a live stream the day that George Floyd happened. We did it on the channel that used to be known as the John matrix channel. I remember that. And we per probably two minutes into that stream. And I said, John, you do realize everything is ruined. Now we said everything, everything was going to get worse. Everything will be ruined. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened? Everything got worse. Everything got more woke. I didn't see the school system going like that, but that even happened. Teaching CRT in school. But, oh, we're not teaching CRT. Oh yeah, you are. You're implementing it into math. You're not calling it CRT. You're trying to play the game and twist it around. Yeah, but you're doing CRC stuff at school. LeBron supporting Hillary Clinton at her events. Yeah, that didn't go too well. He supports Mr. Biden, too. Mr. Biden is putting mandates out there, and LeBron seems to be anti-mandate. It's pretty funny. Uh, I listened to, and they got a YouTube channel now, uh, John Middlecoff and Guy Haberman. They've had this podcast for years, and it, it's finally blown up, like blown up to the point that they have actual sponsorship. Tito's Vodka sponsors them and all kinds of stuff. Well, they created a YouTube channel about six months ago or whatever, and now they do their live streams. They record them, and it goes now it goes over to their podcast. Well, anyway, I was listening this morning. Right at the tail end of their, pod, their newest podcast, they brought up LeBron. Now, these guys are in Cali. I mean, John Middlecoff was, uh, he was a scout at one time for the Eagles. And then he worked for Fresno, Fresno state guy. Haberman worked for the Raiders, I think as one of their radio broadcasters or something at one time. Well, anyway, LeBron came up and they were talking about how much LeBron is just full of shit. <laughs> they were like, they were like, is it going to be? And look, they don't talk politics. They don't. But I've noticed more and more LeBron has been getting brought up on their channel. And they said, how long is it going to be before LeBron is just exposed as a total fraud? And they were talking about that in, in regards to LeBron pretending that he reads books and all of, all of this stuff, talking about his Malcolm X. You remember him, him talking about he was a big devout Malcolm X uh, follower back in the day? Oh yeah. Um and, and so there's guys... a lot of people there's a lot of people starting to figure it out. Well, the point is that's kind of my segue into Bill Simmons, who I also oh, listened to hold, this morning. Hold that thought, man. Hold that thought. Uh, okay. Because okay. 
I'm actually going to, um, I'm going to share my screen. We're going to listen to this in case people don't remember this. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Taylor, you want to follow up? Yeah. Um, so you're holding the autobiography of Malcolm X along with Alex Haley. I don't know how far you are into the book, but what's your biggest takeaway so far? Um, I kind of just started a couple of days ago. Um, but um, I've read and a lot of a lot of notes over the years. Um, it's my first time actually reading it from start to finish. Um, but just a very um, very smart man. <laughs> very 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 smart man. And basically, um, his words in the in the sixties and, uh, and and what was going on is actually what's going on today. Still, um, him understanding the um, how powerful um, the Negro can be. He used that word a lot. How powerful we are, um, but we have to unite. We have to be together. We have to stand strong because there's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be, um, you know, things that's going to be thrown at us where they try to weaken us. Um, they try to fill up, make us feel like we're not kings and queens. Um, and it's going to come from all, you know, different races and different shapes and sizes and things of that nature. Um, and um, just a very powerful-minded uh, gentleman. And it's, it's unbelievable to, to kind of read something that's coming directly from him. Um, just hate. Um, wish I had an opportunity to meet him. Obviously, we know what, what, what the situation that happened along, not only him, but Dr. Martin Luther King, some of the greats that's ever walked this uh, face of the earth, not only just here in America, but uh, his face of the earth. So uh, it's a pretty, pretty interesting book. He offered no insight. No insight. Thanks for getting real specific about what you learned from the autobiography of Malcolm X. Hey, LeBron, how do you think Malcolm X would feel about you cupping the ball sack of China on a regular basis? Because in case you don't know, China actually hates black people with a passion not known to mankind. Could you ed educate us on why that's okay? How would Malcolm feel about that? I'd love to know. Give us some insight on that, please. Love, <laughs> love page one, James. <laughs> you know what? Since LeBron, he loves the white liberals. Let's check this out right here. Let's check this out. I think this is the one I've seen before. This may not be a crooked game of power politics here in America. The Negro, namely the race problem, integration, civil rights issue, are all nothing but tools used by the whites who call themselves liberals against another group of whites yep. who call themselves conservatives, either to get into power or to retain power. Among whites here in America, the political teams are no longer divided into Democrats and Republicans. The whites who are now struggling for control of the American political throne are divided into liberal and conservative camps. The white liberals from both parties cross party lines to work together toward the same goal. 
and white conservatives from both parties do likewise. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful, more hypocritical than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. <laughs> and by winning the friendship and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals and the white conservatives. The American Negro is nothing but a political football, and the white liberals control this ball through tricks or tokenism, false promises of integration and civil rights. In this game of deceiving and using the American Negro, the white liberals have complete cooperation of the Negro civil rights leader who sell our people out for a few crumbs of token recognition, token gains, token progress. Maybe LeBron James didn't know that about uh, Malcolm X. He failed to get the memo. He couldn't find the Cliff Notes version of that. Yeah, true. <laughs> of, that, of that speech. So he missed it. All right. $10 super chat on from Velastron. I recently started watching videos and you guys are doing uh, great, uh, great covering sports. I miss watching the late nineties and two thousand sports, but right now it feels like the great depression of sports. Yeah. I mean, man, I don't know what it's going to take to get sports back to what it needs to be, but man, it's going to be, we're in for a long run for sports to get back to the way it is. They're going to have to start losing a bunch of money on their business model. Because when well, it comes down to it, it's all about money. Here's the problem. They're gonna they still are going to have such an influx of money coming in from one thing and one thing only, no matter what happens with people not showing up in arenas, people not buying merch. As long as you know ESPN is willing to give the NBA seventy-five billion dollars for a television contract uh, i mean they're they're literally willing to make and lose money to show how woke they are so it's going to be tough sledding before sports gets back to the way it we want it to be or it should be where it's about what happens between the white lines and on the court and on the field it's going to be a while so yeah. It's going to be a good one. I mean, it's the television contracts that are going to continue to feed these owners. So, in the leagues. Yeah. Yeah. John Kruger with a five. Johnny Rhodes, Biden said there's no federal plan on the China virus. Unreal. No federal plan? Does Joe (laughs) Biden have a plan on anything? I was going to say, no. No. (laughs) No plan. Giants Nation, $10. MJ had a better speech and it factor to him than LeBron James. Dang, I wish, um, dang, I was, wish I was born 10 years later. I'm hoping he can come back for one more year with the wizards or something. It would help the NBA. MJ, man, he's kind of starting to bend and eat all this social dust stuff behind the scenes. 
he's not upfront about it now, but uh, he's an owner. And when it comes to the NBA, the players run the league, not the owners, not even Michael Jordan at this point. Well, and Michael Jordan also owns that race team that he's got Bubba Smollett racing Bubba, for. Bubba Smollett. Yeah. And MJ started that and got him. A guy that just came out and made up a fake hate, hate crime. And and look, he wasn't not nearly the most qualified driver that he could have went and got for that. No. That, that, you know, his new racing label. I mean, there's no way. Bubba Smollett hadn't won anything when he went out and signed him. And the only was, reason why he won that one major race was on the technicality. They stopped the race. Was it because... Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. Was it weather or something? Yeah, and, and and Michael signed him a year before that. He had never won anything. Yeah. So, yeah, that wasn't... That was that was strictly a publicity stunt based on skin color, you know, or he'd assigned somebody else to race for him. You know, Michael could have afforded it. Yeah. Bubba Smollett True. was the hot corporate name. So he went and got him. All there is to it. Yeah, I'm not real happy with MJ either. And uh one of the reasons I'm not real happy with MJ is um where the hell are you on China exactly? I mean, where he, are you at, MJ? He gets paid by Nike. It, well, yeah. I mean, he's he's made all these clothes off the backs of of human rights violations. We don't we don't call out MJ enough. MJ MJ deserves to have his ass raked over the coals too. He's got a hmm. he's got a hand in all of this. He does a major hand because he made Nike what it was. What was Nike before Michael Jordan? Nothing. They were, they were nothing. No. They, they were a young company, to be honest, but they were nothing. And they probably wouldn't be anything without him. Because once Michael Jordan made Nike what it was, all these athletes wanted to be Nike athletes. They did. And, and Jordan has a powerful bargaining chip in all this that he could use. He could play the hand of. And that's his last name. I mean, if he would use his last name as a threat, you know, as a bargaining chip, maybe Nike would consider getting their clothes made and their merchandise made somewhere else. Yeah, your profit margin's not going to be as high. Sorry. It shouldn't be as high. You're only making as much money as you are because you've got damn slaves working on your, on your merch. Is it safe Stop to it. say that uh, Michael Jordan, that China's more pipe, po- more powerful than Michael Jordan when it comes to sports? That's the way I see it. Um, I, th- I think they're more powerful than him now. They've shown the, they've shown the hand. I don't know. You think Chinese dollars is funding everything that? To that extent, you know, I mean, yeah, when it comes to the NBA, absolutely. The NBA is making as most of his money from China. Well, they're making a lot of their money from China, but yeah, could, could they sustain the loss if they wanted to of China's money? Sure. They could, but they got to get, they would, 
they would have they, to correct some other actions. They have to turn it back on China. They have to bring back the fans they lost. They have to bring back us. They have to bring us back. And that ain't happening anytime soon with me. Well, basketball, football, and baseball at one time was synonymous with love of country. Yeah. If anybody remembers, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, especially baseball, especially football, but all the leagues, they always embraced yeah. pro-American ideals. And they post nine, always, post nine eleven, man, everybody, all sports leagues were very, very patriotic after nine eleven. And I really wonder too, how badly would the ratings have been for the World Series if the Atlanta Braves hadn't to have just made it? Just them. Think about it, that. It depends on who else is going to be there? Now, if it was Dodgers Astros, that would have been big because that would have been kind of like the Revenge World Series kind of thing. That would right. be a good. But I think you had a lot of conservatives only watch the World Series because they felt like the fact that the Atlanta Braves made the World Series during the year Joe Biden moved the All-Star game out of Atlanta. All of yeah. a sudden, a lot of people became Braves fans real fast. Yeah, you know? true. True. So uh, I'm just saying, I would have liked to have seen what would have happened to the ratings if Atlanta hadn't won. And I'm glad they won. They deserved it after having yeah. that biz business moved out earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, have you seen this Aaron Rodgers story? With uh, Aaron Andrews? I saw the hug yeah, when they did the yeah. interview the other day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Check this out. Over here on Outkick, Corona Bros, beware Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Andrews exchange in massless post-interview hug. Fear not, Corona Bros, there are still plenty of uh, contests floating around to enable you to keep your Karen status for at least a bit longer. Following Green Bay's win over Cleveland on Saturday evening, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers and Fox sideline reporter Aaron Ar Andrews broke the social distance uh, barrier and engaged in a hug. The nerve of those two. They did all this without wearing a mask or presenting uh, one another with a neg negative COVID test. Is there a punishment worthy of such disrespect towards the virus that's causing uh, some of those affected to sniff, cough, and sneeze, maybe jail time, a hefty fine, loss of a job, beheading? So this is... Um, nice moment there right with you here. and Miles Garrett. Did, uh, did you tell him? Well, I guess I should mute that. But this is them. They're roughly, what, seven feet apart or something like that? Yeah, they they social distanced through the whole interview. And then when the interview was over, uh, they walked over and gave each other a high five and then a big hug, and that was it. Uh, that was right. right no, you passed it. You passed it. Go back about... Oh, here, uh, right here, here we go. Yep. Yep. It's nothing. That's two nothing, years. Man. Two years really? ago, man, this would have been a non-story. This would have been a non-story. Mm, I don't know. He might have got me too'd. 
See, when I first heard about this, I thought it was going to be something kind of like a Me Too thing. But no, it's because they didn't, they hugged each other. Wow. This is a non-story, guys. I mean, he's already had the virus, so he has antibodies. Erin uh, Andrews, I'm assuming that she's fully jabbed up, you know? You know, one thing people aren't really talking about is um, you have all these games going on, and you got 60,000, 70,000 people packed in like sardines. Have you heard anything about a virus outbreak among the fans? No. You haven't heard no. it? No. Now, the only thing I have heard is, of course, Fauci has pissed and moaned about it multiple times. Uh, Fauci just how- told you to not celebrate New Year's. Yeah. yeah Probably got a video coming on that later. Yeah. Um, well, they haven't been able to show that the virus has spread at all, really, in an outdoor open setting. Well, not only at Rhodes, the NBA doesn't play outdoors. They play indoors. Well, so you got 19, 20,000 people jam-packed in in a closed stadium. Haven't heard anything about outbreaks among the fans. No. And <laughs> look, look I, as long if they're outside, number one, I don't want to hear about it because they were all those same folks were wildly cr- quiet when everybody was out in the street packed in like sardines burning the country to the ground. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just being real. I, I'm just being real. Yeah. I mean, while they were out there protesting and looting and everything else, and we were, look, I was doing a lot of those videos, remember, on my channel. Yeah. And CNN was wildly quiet about it, and MSNBC was quiet about it, and Joy Reid and all her racism, she was quiet about it. But now they're all triggered over the COVID virus outside at a football stadium. Are you serious? Shut up. Shut up. We don't want to hear it. We want to look. Here's the thing. I don't care where you're at right now. I think. What what would the percentage be? 70% of the country just want to wants to feel some normalcy. Everybody wants to feel normalcy. It's not in our human nature to be locked down away from people. I mean, human beings aren't like that. I mean, look, I've got a small percentage of friends on my Facebook that are lefties. And yeah, they're still scared shitless over the virus. But they don't go anywhere. Stay indoors forever. That's fine. Stay indoors forever. Yeah, you, you can stay indoors as much as you want. Forever. Yeah. In I mean, fact, even we would prefer it. Stay indoors forever. <laughs> even Bill hey. Simmons now. Well, I'll try to get to that. I missed the super chat here. Um Piano Dean, ten dollars. You guys have any predictions for Ian Book tonight? Yeah, he's shorter quarterback. He's six foot tall out of Notre Dame. Um twenty nineteen was a huge year for, for Ian Book. Uh, fell off a little bit more last year. Uh, they they drafted him because some designs on him possibly being a more mobile version of Drew Brees is why he was. Um, I gotta be honest with you, 
kind of interested to see Ian Book play tonight. I, I think that's, you know, far as rookie quarterbacks go, uh, no, he wasn't drafted that high. But kind of the same way I'm higher on Davis Mills than a lot of people uh, were prior to the draft. I kind of like Ian Book. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in finds of Sean Payton's system. So I think that's interesting. That's an interesting side note to the, tonight's game is Ian Book starting. Okay, yeah. you started breaking so, up there, but I think we got the gist of it, though. <laughs> crap. You're not plugged in, right? I got to, Somebody asked me to break down something, and I broke up. Great. Well, no, it, it was for the most part, it was good. Eventually, okay. just kind of okay. started cracking a little bit. You're all right, man. You aren't. Um, that, you nope. know, that's my wheelhouse. You start asking me about rookie quarterbacks and all that. <laughs> I know. Man. Let's go. Know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, continue on with the COVID madness. Um, we got another story here. Um, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons here goes off on conflicting mass protocols. You're cons- you're cons- yeah, you're constantly reminded how stupid all of this is, and I believe this actually had to do with uh. Actually, I'll just go ahead and read this. Uh, travel during the holidays can be stressful in itself, and the Ringer founder Bill Simmons wasn't keen on the added strain of conflicting mass protocols. Simmons said his family traveled back to Boston for the holidays, and the podcast host blasted the blatantly contradictory mass protocols that were required while flying oh boy i know where this is going man (laughs) quote we have to wear the mask but then everyone just takes the mask off when you eat or you're having a glass of wine he complained during monday's episode of the bill simmons show what are we doing do the mask stay on or do they stay off simmons ran it to cousin sal because if i have the mask on 78 percent of the time I'm pretty sure I'm going to get COVID the other 22%. So do I need the mask or not? Now, if I'm not mistaken, Rhodes, didn't yep. the new NBA um, protocol say that all the players, when they're on the sideline, have the mask up regardless of vaccination status? Yeah, I think, I think that, so. But when you go into court, you don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to social distance. Kind it of makes same no thing. sense. It no doesn't. sense. Doesn't make any sense no at sense. all. Like um, when I when I when I went to see Spider Man, the theater's jam packed, and I go to a movie theater where they serve you food, you know, like a restaurant. And you had some people walk in with masks. I'm like, why are you guys wearing a mask when you when you guys know y'all going to sit down and order food and eat it? The virus just magically just skips over you because you're eating. That's not the way it works. So I get what I understand what he's saying, because you see that in restaurants, too. Well, not out here anymore. But when we had uh, mandates in place, um, you had to wear a mask when you went in. But we're going to take you to your seat and then you can take the mask off. But if you go to the bathroom, then you got to wear the mask. It it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. None. And. You know, uh, interesting tidbit in this whole thing, because I was listening to this on the podcast this morning. And, you know, Cousin Sal, the guy that's on the podcast uh, on Mondays with Bill, he actually for years has been hosting that Fox betting show with Clavis. (laughs) 
<laughs> and we know oh, how Clay, Clay yeah. yeah, we know yeah. how Clay feels about masks. And Bill actually acknowledged uh he he said it does make me understand why Clay feels the way he does about some of this. You know, because yeah. they yeah. normally don't talk about Clay because Clay's politics and Bill's politics couldn't be any different, you know. Right. Uh Bill's pretty left leaning. Uh now he's more left leaning than he used to be, uh, say fifteen years ago when he first started. But um yeah, he's in fact Bill even at one point said he even thought about double masking. And then he was oh. like, that's just, he was like, that's just ridiculous. What am I doing? He's yeah. like, we're pulling the mask down to eat. He said, but the virus is not supposed to come at us while, just while we've got the mask down eating. But then when we put it back up, he was like, it doesn't make any sense. And remember, this is something that Aaron Rodgers brought up when he was talking to Pat McAfee. On that, he said the whole mask thing doesn't make any sense. He was like, "We've got we've got things that prove that it doesn't really keep anything out, and you know, you've got certain people wearing it." He's like, "You've got pol politicians that's taking it on and off." We've seen the video of like AOC and other entities put their mask on when Just they know the they camera. got a for a photo op. And then taking it back off as soon as the, the camera's off. And that's the thing. People are people are becoming more aware of this. And I think that's why you're starting to see how people vote. You're starting to see that change. Like we saw in Virginia. And like we nearly saw in New Jersey. People don't realize New Jersey almost got a Republican Ooh, governor. Razor thin. Razor it shouldn't even thin. been that close. <laughs> it shouldn't have been. Nobody expected it. Nobody. nobody expected they thought that. he was getting blown away, and it was but almost the, a Republican win. But the trucker won, though. The trucker in um, was that New Jersey also? The truck the trucker. The trucker won. That's right. Yeah, with, he won with no real money. By the way, yeah. In his, I campaign. think they said. I think they said he spent um. Like two hundred bucks or something, but uh, he he said he actually spent more about it wasn't a lot. It was like five grand. Yeah, that's a yeah. only a fraction of the amount of money it usually takes to win. I've been trying huh. to get you to run for something. Don't you think you need to run for something? What am What am I going to run for? I don't know. Pick something out and run for it. I don't know. I'm in a pretty blue area of Harris County. So, well, I don't know you I never know until you try. You you do have a pretty good platform to help out. Yeah, <laughs> but they I mean, the only thing I could run is for a House of Representatives, and they'd never let them. I would have to go on the Republican ticket, even though I'm not a Republican. But uh, it's pretty blue. I'm not in the city of Houston, so I can't. Actually, where I live, I don't have a city. That's another thing, too. I mean, I live in an unincorporated area on the outskirts, so we don't even have a city. It's a small community over here. There's really nothing around me, which I absolutely love. So I don't know what I can actually even run for, <laughs> to tell you the truth. 
Sylvester I've Turner. Around, is a, I've looked around. I've looked around at a couple of things locally. Myself. Sylvester Turner is a nightmare. Yeah, he's the mayor of uh, Houston. He's a leftist lunatic. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should run for county judge. <laughs> because uh, Lena Hidalgo beat Ed Emmett with pretty much, you know, no experience. Maybe I can run for county judge. But I, I don't even, I don't, I, I don't want to run for a political office, man. It takes to run for a political office, man. You really have to. You almost have to be kind of corrupt. I'm not a corrupt kind of person. I mean, that's a whole different ball game right there. From I don't, I don't like the fact. I don't like the fact that if you get into politics, all of a sudden you got to play a game. Yeah, I don't want to play a game. Damn you it. do. I want to. I want to stick to people. Whatever the the people's and, uh, ideals and, are. And Trump learned the hard way, man. It was a learning curve for him. Knowing yeah. that how you got to play ball with politics, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I did like the fact that he did his best to try not to play ball anyway. Yeah. You know? Cause, cause you're going up t- with the establishment. No. And I would have to run as a Republican and I don't want to be a Republican. I just want Here, to be a conservative and conservative is not even a party. Let's ask this question since the chat's here, because I wonder this, let's say that Trump decides not to run. Guys, who is your primary candidate if Trump does not run? I'm just going to throw two names out because I think they're the only two names that has a snowball's chance in hell of winning a primary, and that's Ted Cruz and Ron DeSantis. Who is going? Who are you voting for? Now, I'm glad you brought up Ted Cruz because people are going to automatically say Ron DeSantis, but uh, here's the thing. Ted Cruz brought up a good, good point. The person that has finished second in the primaries for the Republicans has gone on the next time to get the nomination. That's right. That's a fact. I mean, hell, think of this. The Republicans, they let Mitt Romney run for president. Think about that. Mitt Romney. (laughs) Uh, John, you're at 499. Let's go, Brandon. Finns win tonight. (laughs) Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Rand Paul will be a good one, man. I really like Rand Paul. No offense, Ted, but DeSantis is getting my vote if it goes down like that. But I think I told you, did I tell you this already? The best case scenario would be for him not to run. No, he don't want to run against Trump. No, 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 no. If he does, it's suicide. The best case scenario would be for Trump to go back in for another four years and for Mm -hmm. DeSantis to keep running Florida until his time is up. Yeah. Because turning Florida really red the way it is now. And traditionally, Florida is a swing state. Texas is usually much more red than Florida ever was. I mean, we haven't. Texas hasn't elected a major Republican in almost 30 years. I mean, major uh, Democrat in almost 30 years and Richards. So Texas has been solidly red. Dallas fan, 1997, 499. I bought them Cowboys, 11 to four. Romney sucks. He's my state Senator. Unfortunately, 
Y'all need to primary him. And speaking of the Cowboys, my goodness, that was the Cowboys showed up, man. They showed up. Dak threw a part. I think he threw four touchdown passes in the first half. First half, the Cowboys were dominant. I want to see if you remember this. Do you remember draft night? And as the Cowboys pick was getting closer and closer, I said, uh, Mr. Matrix, it would be in the Cowboys' best interest if you if they take the best defensive player in this draft. His name is Micah Parsons. Do you remember me saying that? Yeah. I said, yeah. this dude's going to be unbelievable, man. Micah, Micah Parsons is going to get a lot of votes to defensive player of the year. He's, He's got de- He got defensive rookie of the year. Easily. That dude is a monster. Linebacker, defensive end. It don't matter where they put him. They he has played. He actually took some snaps at safety this year. Mm-hmm. That guy is all world athletic. And you know what? I was wow. You know who I'm giving credit to, man? The man we have been crushing on this channel for two years. Dan Quinn. <laughs> Dan Quinn has done a hell of a good job with the Dallas defense. That defense last year was awful. Awful. Do you know he's being rumored for jobs again all of a sudden? No, I'm not hiring him to be a head coach. No way. No, not a chance like, in like hell. A, like North Turner. Said, North Turner 2.0. I've always said, man, I've always said, Wade Phillips is a head coach. That's a no for me. Wade Phillips is one of the greatest defensive coordinators yep. of all time. Yep. And he's from the Beaumont area, too, just throwing it out there. Yep. Just my like North on the just like North Turner on the offensive side. I don't want him as my head coach, but I'll sign him up to be offensive coordinator. Just fine. Yeah. North yeah. Turner did a hell of a good job with the Cowboys doing those super. Sure did. Yeah, well, yeah. But Absolutely. head coach, uh no, not so much not so much on with as a head coach. While we're talking coaches, tomorrow is what they think possibly be the new black monday now black monday is when nfl coaches get their asses run off and the reason that all of a sudden it would be tomorrow is tomorrow a new nfl rule starts where teams can interview any coach in the league no matter who team they are on whether they're going to the playoffs or not. You remember how they used to have to wait they to had, do that I, if they wanted to talk to Josh? Them, they, they don't have to I'd wait. Rather, I'd rather them wait until the season's over with. They're not I don't going like to. That, I don't <laughs> like that they're doing this because you got two more weeks of the season. I mean, they're just wait till the regular wait. season's over with. Uh, so that leads me down to two questions. Number one, is Trevor Lawrence a bust? I'm going to say no. It's okay. well, too early to tell. I mean, he is with a horrible franchise. A guy clearly that had the locker room had no respect for him. Let's just wait and see. But but who, the who Jacksonville Jaguars are oh, man. That job is a mess. A complete mess. Uh who who's available right now? Do you know who I'd hire? I'll just tell you who I'd hire. Who? I'd I'd hired Doug Peterson, the Eagles coach that won the Super Bowl. That's okay. who I'd hire. Do you think he, he's, uh, gonna, he's gonna bring a ring in the door? And 
you know, what a lot of people don't know is, which is one of the reasons he kind of decided to, it was a mutual parting of the ways in Philadelphia. One of the reasons he kind of got to the point where he was out was Howie Roseman and that owner, Lurie, do you know they micromanaged Doug Peterson? And by micromanaged, he was the only coach in the league that got called into their office daily basis to sit down for a meeting to explain made specific calls during games. No other coach in the league mm. has to do that. Wow. I'd have a little sit down a little talk once a week. Um, you just went full. They micromanaged him. You just went full did Transformers, I, man. Did I? Am I, am I yeah. back in? Okay. Yeah. I, now yeah, you I, are. I, no, you, no, you're not. I, you're, you're a jumble mess. You're Rose just up. froze. Huh? You just froze. No, it's you, man. You're fro- frozen up. Because I'm looking over here on my second screen. Yeah, you look like scrambled eggs. Uh, Woke Hogan, $5. <laughs> Listen here, brother. Doug Peterson is not the same coach without Frank Wright. The Jaguars should bring Jim Harbaugh, brother. Thank you, uh, Woke Hogan. Roski, are you there still? Yeah, Anybody. there you are, man. There Anybody. you are. We got you. Anybody. We got you. Can you hear me? All right. Seem like. Oh, my God. Some people are saying I sound like Omicron, the new Transformers <laughs> variant. <laughs> You're back. Christy's here. What's up, Christy? Oh, my God. What's up, Texas? Am I still there? Hello? Yeah, you're good, man. You're good. You're good. Let me ask you this, Rhodes. Do you think that Kellen Moore is going to try to get taken away from the Cowboys? I don't think Jerry Jones wants to let him go. I think he's going to be the next coach of the Cowboys. Because remember, (laughs) Kellen Moore was on Jason Garrett's staff, and he stayed there. I think he would like him to be the next coach. But, hey, I'm not so sure now how hot Kellen Moore is going to be because of that little midway blip on the radar the Cowboys had on offense. You remember those four games in a row where all of a sudden they look like trash? About six games. Ever since Dak came back from that leg injury. Yeah. Well, there's he started out real hot, but as a candidate, for these jobs and then they hit that that speed bump and then he kind of cooled off a little bit uh you know he turned down interviewing for tcu yeah i think you put up a news break video on that one i think yeah 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 so josh mcdaniels is the other one in jacksonville uh, especially after what he's done with mac but the thing is though what Coach worth anything really wants to go there. It's so dysfunctional, man. You know what's so weird about that is Khan is he's willing to spend the money on that team. 
I mean, it's not like he's cheap. He's not. He's willing to sign free agents. That's just dysfunctional. It's weird down there in Jacksonville. Um, it's a, and it's a good city, too. Yeah. Yeah. Good atmosphere uh, down I've there. Been, I've been to Jacksonville, been to Mayport. It's nice. It is. Uh, and Christy, I can't highlight your uh, thing, but Christy, member for nine months. Thank you. No notification at all. About time y'all live uh, doing live streams again. Yeah. And we just kind of popped out, popped up out the blue. I was texting Rose out at eight and I, I fell asleep on my bed, took a kind of a nap. And I got up and I text Rose. And I was like, man, you're at home. I'm at home. Let's go live. Oh, you, don't have you, to, know you, don't, you don't have to go pick up the kids either since Christmas. Um, you're right. Right. Well, I think we'd ideally like to go earlier in the day, too, right? Is what um, we're thinking. Probably what, like a 9 a.m. show or something. <clears throat> I would still love to compete straight up with some of these morning shows. Yeah. I'd so like to like go it. on right before Pat McAfee. I'd like to end right as Pat McAfee's coming on the air. Yeah. But I, I know one thing we would have to start kind of building up. Um, the stream in the early in the day because people we don't got to get many used people. to us coming on. Yeah. Cause yeah. our Sunday shows were getting, you know, five, six, 700 people showing up. Now we, we had like 300 here. Yeah. So that's we still, really that's still good to, for impromptu. Yeah. That's good. For I, yeah. Impromptu. Yeah. Cause we yeah. didn't even plan this. Right. So it's not too bad. Not bad at all. Death by saber. Is that you in the chat? Where? I wonder. Death by Snoo New. Do it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I wonder if that's my boy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Probably, probably not. I'm not sure. I tell you who I'd like to have on this chat, on this stream. We got to yeah. see if Ben wants to come on here, on, especially on the politics channel. Fanatics of film? Yeah. You want to talk about talking politics, that that dude will do it. He, he'll say some things. People are going to be like, whoa, that's deep. But uh, he knows his politics inside and out. Yeah. You know what we, we could do? Do a live stream and do, um, like, we end the stream, then we do a member seg segment for members of the channel and, um, and uh, post that the members here and the members on the website, we just record that separately. You know, kind of like un just unleashed. Because we need more members content anyway. Uh, well, I'm thinking about it, guys. Make sure whatever way or how you consume podcast, find our podcast, go to iTunes, go to Spotify, wherever, leave us a five-star rating. It is the one thing that can help our podcast out more than anything. Our podcast is growing, by the way. It is growing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's doing um, pretty good. We're getting thousands of listens a week now, but it is, if we can just some get days, our rating. Some days it's like a thousand. Oh, just man, we, we had a day. Um, we had like 1,300 or something. No, we had a day a couple of weeks ago where we got, um, 
maybe almost 3000 listens in one day or it was something ridiculous. It was some out of the ordinary uh, weird I spike. Cause I haven't checked the analytics. I just looked it up now and, um, uh, everything is a little bit down because of Christmas. I mean, views are now YouTube did something around Thanksgiving, close to Thanksgiving, but the algorithm has never really been the same. I mean, views aren't what it what it was, and now Can we're we just, about to end. Let's hmm? just keep it real. Every every conservative leaning channel we know is down. Whether Most it's politics, are. entertainment, wherever, they seem to be oddly down. Oddly down. Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else, Rhodes, before we wrap up this show here? Have not said this in a long time, but negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. Good, good, good. And this, this uh, show will be on the podcast, right? It's going to be absolutely over there on the podcast and uh i think that's pretty much everything we got chrissy did drop the link for the merch store and they do have afterpay on the merch we noticed that um probably about a month ago so get your merch use usa first 25 percent off you can now pay out a t-shirt <laughs> yep that's cool that's yeah. cool. Yeah. But I think that's it, guys. Any other final words, Rhodes? I don't think so. I think we're good. Guys, keep on the lookout. These live streams are coming. I, I had a blast today. Man, it's been so long. Fun. Good stuff. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. You guys be safe, and we will talk to you 